Hello everybody, thanks for joining episode 16 of Idiot Sport Report. I'm joined today by Ordinary Hat Bevan. Hello Bevan. Hello Jack, hello Riggs, hello Skyler. Thanks for giving the secret away. I'm joined tonight as well by Riggs and Skyler. Sup guys? What's up Jack, what's up Bev? How's it going everyone? What's up, what's up? How's it guys? Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Hello. Ach, we're erect and proud. That's excellent. Okay, jumping straight into it. Episode 16, UFC 268. I actually did watch some of this one. Pretty good, I say. Did you watch the first one? Excuse me? (laughs) This is the 268th one, Riggs. By the way. (laughs) What did you think, Jack? Uh, well, you know, that's an interesting question, Bevan. I actually had conflicting uh, views. I thought that, okay, A, I really wanted to see Covington get smashed because, yeah. look, I'm sure he's a nice person like off air and shit like that. But his persona that he puts on is quite a dislikable one, ranging from his uh, dark glasses indoors to his... Uh, I would say pastel blue and pink suit that he wore at the pre-fight conference. I think that's the best indicators for me of that I don't like him. And then in the fight, he still argues about like he got one takedown out of 11, they were saying, and he was moaning because he got one and they said he got none. Like the guy got fucked up. And I just found it interesting that all the fighters from UFC 268 under their specific trainer actually all took it home. So that begs the question, how fucking good is that trainer? Fucking good. He's got he's he's got three fighters. Yeah, that's your homework. Those, three, those three fighters, Trevor Whitman, those are his both all three of those fighters are the only fighters that he has. And all of them are extremely fucking good. I mean Justin Gaethje ranks second and the other two are champions. Yeah. So, yeah, and he's the reason why Kamaru Usman is so much better than he used to be. I mean, Kamaru Usman was always good, but now he's literally the best. He's pound for pound the best. And like I said to you, he, all he needs to do is beat Leon Edwards again, and he's the best of all time. He overtakes GSP. But, uh, yeah, Jack, that look, he must... fight. Carry on. Uh, he must started out as uh, his focus was wrestling, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have said so looking at this fight that just happened. Mm. Yeah. Look, I mean, Usman wants to box with Canelo. Um, now that Canelo's fighting plant and all of that, I mean, we'll get to that. But he's he's got a good striking, but I mean, he's not... <laughs> Even Dana White laughed. He's like, no, dude, he doesn't want to fight Canelo. Canelo boxing is a different sp- sport, first of all, as we've seen with the Jake Paul and um, uh, Tyron Woodley and those kinds of things. But... Uh, and then you want to go and you want to box the best of all time. I think, uh, slow down, pal. Yeah, but look, <laughs> he's very well-rounded in that. But Jack, by by watching 268. So I assume you only watched the highlights because DSTV only has the one fight in catch-up and you didn't watch it live. Is that correct? You assume correctly, Mr. Bevan. Because <laughs> the fact that you went straight <laughs> to that fight means that you only watched one fight. <laughs> <laughs> and only a part of it. <laughs> but touché, but touché. it came off well. It came off as if you had uh, watched the whole thing, Jack. Fake <laughs> yeah. it till you make it, man. 
I agree with you. When you start it off, I'm like, there we go. Five <laughs> I'll do research on 10 know. minutes of the whole card. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking boy. But he can speak in circles, so at least uh, he, he can carry on for a while. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, Dutch. Cheers. <laughs> I finished his whole coffee. Um, this is a bit of a party, Skylar. It's not just one, but there's two very good friends. Yeah, but they're the size of one. But are your hands just big, or does that? Yeah. No, <laughs> no these Jack's are the two Pacifica version. I only oh, knew after I bought it. It's 250 mils of beer. Two of these things equal one drop. Don't, Jack, that, you just yeah. wanted to feel do big for one. Even, do those <laughs> things even wet your lips, bud? <laughs> Listen, I had three, and I actually got tipsy on the weekend. So I don't know if my game is just weak, but whatever. Uh, shit. You know what it's sad, though, is the bottle still looks big in Jack's hands. <laughs> That's why you're like, is it too small? Is it, uh, he's got Trump hands. Oh, fuck. Dick? Oh, shit. What's a Trump okay, hand? Bev, what did you small think hand. of the fight? If okay, you compare so it about... to Covington, the first one, and now this one, you know, like, what were your thoughts? Well, look, we're jumping the gun a bit because there's quite a few fights to talk about. So the first one, uh, Phil Hawes versus, in the prelim card, Phil Hawes versus Chris Curtis. I honestly thought this Hawes guy, he's, he's like a short, um, stocky guy. I thought this guy was going to be a champ because I, I watched the thing where he lost in... Um, uh, what was it? Dana White looking for a fight. It's called fuck whatever it's called. Where these guys that are not in the UFC go and fight and try and get in the UFC, and he uh, lost. It's was... like Dana White Fight Club or something. Yeah, fight Island. Fight Sammy. No, no. Yeah, no. Fight Island. You shut up, Rick. <laughs> Sit down and be dignified. <laughs> but I um, yeah, I always I thought he was going to come in because that was an unlucky loss. But it looks like that guy, he's he's not uh, living up to his potential. But yeah, prelim card, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking out for that guy. But the guy that he fought, Chris Curtis, pretty good striker. So we'll see how that goes. And that's at middleweight. Um, then the next one, a lightweight. Ali Quintus talking too much shit on his podcast and he got fucking dribbed. The Bob, Bobby Green looked like he was fighting a child. Like he was just standing, wasn't blocking, he was just standing flat-footed, dodging the shit out of the guy and he knocked him out. Ali Quintus, he hit fuck. Um, okay, now... The biggest fight of the prelim card, and actually one of the biggest fights of the night, was Alex Pereira versus Andreas Michadilatis. But it, don't worry about Andreas. This Alex Pereira, and Skylar, you were asking me the other day how good Israel Adesanya is. And Israel mm -hmm. Adesanya had 100 fights um, before he, or 80 fights in the, at kickboxing, and he lost two. One by knockout and one by decision. Both those fights, he lost to Alex Pereira. So that guy's this is his okay. first fight in the UFC. And he's the guy that he's the only guy ever to knock out Israel Adesanya and at kickboxing. Oh. So this guy and the way he knocked this Andreas out was insane. He did a flying knee straight into the face, boom, knocked him out one shot. So yeah, this guy's somebody to watch out for. And I think if he keeps winning, he's the well, we'll see how Izzy, Izzy does against uh, Bobby Knuckles. But um yeah, this guy's one to watch out for. Um, okay, then on the main card, Riggs, what, what did you watch? Where did you start on the main card? Uh, okay, obviously I watched the Usman. I watched uh, Justin Gaetier and Chandler. Okay, so uh, let's talk about Riggs. 
Did you really? Yeah, I did actually. I watched those two fights as well as the main uh, women's event with Rose and the Chinese. Okay. Yeah. So the reason why Jason Justin Gaethje should have been the third fight, the third fight from the top, uh, and Michael Chandler, but so like Jack said, two, uh, three of the fighters on this card were all under the same trainer, which is Trevor Whitman. So Trevor, yeah. Whit so what they did was is they moved Justin Gaethje and Michael Chandler to the bottom, which is to the first fight of the card, which is a huge fight. Maybe for me, oh. actually the, the most interesting fight of the night, the one I was looking forward to the most, because I knew these two are going to go out and fucking blix him each other. Um, yeah. But, yes, so blix him each other is what they did. Eh? Yeah. Yes, as they fucking <laughs> would. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so, yeah, well, look, I thought this was a great idea. I think they should do it in the future where they put a big, big names as the first fight just to get everybody in early because that's a problem is yeah. it's not that I'm not excited for Frankie Edgar or I'm not excited for well, uh, Shane Burgos. I don't know who he is, but I, uh, you know, you, you start watching and then, you know, you're waiting for the big fights. Let us have a big fight to start. Then we'll have a couple of smaller fights and then back to the big fights. But I think it's a good way of marketing the UFC. I think they should change it and start doing this. But anyway, yeah. uh, yeah, Justin Gaethje and look, Justin Gaethje and Michael Chandler. Not that we know that much about uh, Michael Chandler, but Justin Gaethje is called the highlight, and Chandler has been a highlight during the during his UFC career and even you know after his UFC career. So very very fucking good fight. And this is the thing: these guys are not champions. These guys are not heavyweights. Yet they are getting more pay per view buys than any of the than most of the champions and most of the fucking heavyweights. And you know why? Because they go out to entertain people and that's the most important thing at the end of the day because it's sports entertainment so that's what they're doing they're going out and they're beating the shit out of each other and they're doing fucking well and um yeah um not much else for me Riggs I think you frozen yep <laughs> no, right, that's yeah, just okay, what so it looks like yeah but his, now his face looks weird um yeah no that's okay, that's what he looks like at the most opportune moment are you back, Rick? From time to time. Yeah. No, so I just wanted so I just broke it down a bit there, Riggs, on who they are and the and the history behind it. Um what did you what were your thoughts on on what you saw? Yeah, look, obviously I I thoroughly enjoyed the, the Chandler and Gatier fight. Uh but I felt yeah, Justin was a lot more technical and he was fighting a good fight and there the fight go. that he was told to fight. No, I'm still here. Yeah, carry on. Uh, I thought you said there he goes again. And I'm like, no, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, if you look, like Chandler, he, he showed fucking heart, man. How the hell did he, he survive? I don't understand it. He was taking knock after knock after knock. And if you checked, I think he realized that towards the end of the fight and that like last 30 seconds... He was dancing and stepping back. He didn't want to, you know, take another take another hit. But it was it was yeah. brilliant. It, it was exactly like you say. You want to see them moot each other, and they fucking did it. And yeah, it, it was yeah for me. It was for the bloodthirsty people. Let's say it was fucking great. <laughs> yeah, Vale. Oh, I agree with Rex there. I didn't watch too much of that. I watched some highlight reels, but the Usman fight. If I'm allowed to comment on that. Not yet. Not often I've watched. Not yet. All right, then. Nothing to say. About <laughs> wait, your, the wait your turn. Wait your turn. And the Gaethje <laughs> fight is just like Rick said. It was nice to see 
um, some heavy hitting. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, Dana White actually straight off the fight, both booked them into the hospital just for precaution, just because there were so many blows to the head. Yeah. So you can only imagine when you hear that before you actually see the fight, you can't wait to watch the highlights. So just a nice fight, and I agree with Bev, man. It's all about entertainment these days. They need to change up the roster, bring in those heavy hitters, you know, first match up, get the crowd in there. Uh, but um, I'm sure... But you know what the thing is? They do bring in the heavy hitters, but then those fuckers don't heavy hit. They just dance around each They're other. They're just heavy. Yeah. <laughs> they just sweat. Yeah. Well, what they should do now, just to, to make it a level playing ground, is bring in Hezbollah and all those midgets and make a nice little round one time. <laughs> no jokes. They, they're considering signing a fight, eh? Yeah, <laughs> you know what? That'll be hilarious. It'll be fucking brilliant. I'd love it. I'd love it. <laughs> okay, so let's move up. You would have to up, make uh, the octagon's cage a lot lower so that they can <laughs> jump up and to celebrate afterwards. <laughs> It's like a little a puppy pen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so next one, Shane Burroughs versus Billy Q. Uh, good fight, good slugfest. Uh, very happy to see these guys. I mean, they both put their name out there. And the, and the biggest thing is that these guys were at Madison Square Garden on one of the biggest pay-per-views of the year, and they all acted like they were. They all went out to prove a name. Every single one of these guys did that. And that's what I think. Maybe not Frankie. Well, Frankie just fought the way he normally fights. But, um, yeah, they really proved that from these, especially from these two fights. So, yeah, good fight. And then on the bantamweight, we had Marlon Vieira versus Frankie Edgar. Now, this is the thing. Marlon Vieira beat Frankie Edgar. Sean O'Malley was supposed to fight Frankie Edgar in this fight. Sean O'Malley is already famous. If he had beaten Frankie Edgar, he drops down from not being ranked to being number eight. And you remember we spoke about how he didn't want to do it for tax and this and this. He just lost a shitload of money because everybody watched this fight. Like I know Sean O'Malley thinks he's, you know, he says the other day the goat and then he's standing next to, and the eagle and he's standing next to Khabib. And I know he's trolling people and that kind of stuff, but that trolling stuff only gets you so far. I mean, Conor McGregor's in the news all the time, but not many people are going to go back and watch his next fight as he would have got if he was winning, if he kept fighting. The, the numbers yeah. are going down. So at this point, Sean O'Malley, I think he missed a big one here. Because, yes, he's fighting other guys, but then the other guys are getting props for standing with him instead of him just knocking the guy out or winning the fight, and then the other guy gets more props than he does. So at this point, he could have fought a guy with a name. And, I mean, Frankie Edgar is, one, is a fucking legend, dude. Frankie Edgar fought at 135. He was the champion at 155. This guy is a fucking beast. So... Look, I mean, he's old. He's 40 years old. And Marlon Vera is 28. So what happened was going to happen. Uh, he did a front uh, a front kick straight into the face, knocked him out. Frankie Edgar did have something to say about it. He wasn't happy about the stoppage, but yeah, he was knocked out. Dude. Even he, he complained on his knees about the stoppage, then stood up and fumbled around yeah. the around the cage. His face got re-fucking-adjusted if you yeah. watch the slow-mo of it. Yes, yes he got fucking scorpion. <laughs> he got like a... A toe punch to the face. <laughs> so, it. yeah, this is going to be trimming toenails out of his fucking mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, look, I mean, I'm very excited. I think, and the nice thing about Marlon Vera is he's the guy that beat Sean O'Malley. He's the guy that should have shut up Sean O'Malley if Sean O'Malley wasn't so full of shit. So, I think he deserves it. He's he's doing the yards and he's getting to that level of fame 
and that level of money that Sean O'Malley has, but in the right way, the sustainable way, the legendary way, where Sean O'Malley is just talking shit and not actually fighting. Or he's fighting guys that have never fought in the UFC. So, yeah, he's wasting our time. Okay, and then does anybody want to talk about Rose and Wei Li? Dude, yes. Fuck, okay. I I, I, I feel, I yeah. I love yeah. you, Rose. What a piece. <laughs> Animal that for, for me, Whaley took it, actually. I, I, I'll what? be honest. Like, yeah. Yeah, but you're only looking at striking, dude. Yeah, but I'm looking at significant striking. Not Boom. powder puff, puffsy play. I'm talking about no. serious knocks. I, I honestly, yeah, yeah I, I didn't agree with the decision. I'm, I'm one of those that... Uh, but uh, against it. I thought it was a brilliant fight, nonetheless. And it definitely, on points, it, it goes to points for sure. But, yeah, I, I don't think uh, the right decision was made. Well, look, I mean, the thing about Rose, uh, Rose Namanunes is she doesn't look like, that's why she's so underrated, because she never looks like she's hitting hard, but she's knocking out people that Whaley couldn't. She's knocking out, uh, well, Whaley herself, she's knocking out Joanna Janjacek. So, and, and a lot of the other guys, she's, you know, knocked out. So I understand what you're saying, Riggs, but at the end of the day, maybe she is hitting as hard as Whaley. It just doesn't look. Because remember, Whaley had, a, uh, had a, quite, a, quite, a lot of, quite a lot more swelling than Rose did. Um, yeah, for sure. For sure. But I, but I, I think Rose look. was hitting the ground a lot more often and stumbling yeah, a bit. At the end of it, yes, Rose ended up on top and there was a lot of ground and pound happening. But... Yeah, in my opinion, I, I think Whaley was taking or, or dishing out more significant uh, punches right. in the fight for my, yeah. But she was so uber, like, friendly and happy to be there and just so, like, humble in general that I saw. She's yeah. always like... Quite a likable person. Yeah. yeah. Listen, who? Whaley. She's right, though. If you look at the actual round figures and all the results, Zhang had it until the last round. And uh, yeah. Rose actually did two to three takedowns. They actually just clinched it at the end. So I give yeah. props to Rose as well for changing the game just to get that win. That was a quick Google scholar. Run per hour. <laughs> What's that? That was a very quick Google. We saw you reading there. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. I got I to know what's going on here. No, no, props, dude. I can't Google that quickly. <laughs> Look, I wouldn't even know how to read that. Never mind talk about it. So well done, yeah. Look, I agree with you guys on on all the on the striking side. Wei Li won. If it was just a striking match, a kickboxing match, okay, it would have been close. I don't think Wei Li. It would have been very close. But what yeah. um, what uh, Ro Rose and Wei Li did was a perfect uh, example for a MMA fight. It had all the facets of MMA. It had Muay Thai. It had Jiu Jitsu. Yeah. It had a bit of wrestling takedowns. And it had a couple yeah. of Jiu Jitsu. Uh, uh, no judo, but you know, a lot of jiu-jitsu, but also a lot of take that, like single legs and double legs and that kind of stuff. Um, so it, from that point of view, Rose was the best MMA, mixed martial arts fighter that night. And that's the, that's the you know, that's what they're fighting in. Um, as a striker, yeah. Whaley, I think, is still better. But as an all-round MMA fighter, I don't think anybody is better in that weight class than Rose Namanunez. Um the question is, who's she going to fight next? I hope she fights um, Joanna Janjacek again. 
Yeah. I... <laughs> there any upcoming fighters that she hasn't fought that is in contention for like top three, top five? Nothing that sure. can, no one that can compete, I think. Now you're, asking, my, now you're asking me to Google. <laughs> you're making play. You're making... It's just like three or four ladies that are always in the spotlight. Yeah. And not, yeah. Yeah, but it's different weight classes. In their weight class, there's a lot of depth, actually. Um, fuck, I don't know. Uh, I and that's how you run a podcast. Ladies. I want to see heavy weight chicks go at it, boy. Yeah, that's, that's next. That's next right. Right. Yeah, 269 <laughs> is... <laughs> Two six nine is a man in Nunez versus. But between rounds, they're stuffing cake into their fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! They call it pig fighting. <laughs> nice, yeah. Nice. I, I'll be yeah. honest. I'd watch that. I'd watch. I that. would definitely watch that. Yeah, what a build up. <laughs> Well, next week, next week, we're, uh, uh, not next week, 269 is Charles Oliveira, Dustin Poirier, but Amanda Nunes is fighting Juliana Pena, and they're the top top uh, weight. That's the biggest weight class, so that's going to be pretty cool. But, yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah from uh, look, Rose can fight that little chick that first won it. I forgot her name. That beat her the first time. But uh, I don't think she's on her level now. Rose is really, really. That Trevor Wetman, dude, he's tra- taking these fighters to the next level. I mean, Rose has contention of being one of the greatest of all time. Usman is being one of the greatest of all time. And, and you know, the thing is, Rose lost her belt and now gained it back. You know how fucking incredible that is yeah. at that weight class? It's insane, dude. Um, and she gained it back from the lady that beat the lady that beat her. So she's pretty much undefeated. Well, she's pretty much taken that loss back, which is a great, uh, great achievement. Ronda, Ronda Rousey must come out of retirement. Ronda and Different Rose great each other. Yeah, that's card. an ultimate show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she must. It's like, didn't she like join the WWF? <laughs> yeah, even and better. Ronda Rousey, these chicks now will fuck Ronda Rousey. It's on another dude. You must watch the. Yeah. Do yourself a favor, Skylar. When you finish with this, watch Ronda Rousey fight Amanda Nunes. It lasted thirty seconds, and Ronda threw fuck all, and landed fuck all, and just got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, R- Ronda's career ended with Holly Holm. Yeah, that's when Ronda just realized yeah. it's not for her anymore. <laughs> and then she came back and fought to Amanda Nunes, who beat the shit out of Holly Holm, and then got the shit beaten out of her. Yeah, now, dude, Amanda yeah. Nunes is on a different level, bro. <laughs> I think Amanda Nunes could take some of the men. Like, she's fucking strong. Oh, fuck. I've she seen some of... She is. There was a fight a couple of weeks back with a woman, not obviously UFC, but it was like a mixed martial arts setup, and it was a woman versus a man. Holy yeah. shit, dude. Yo, it was rough. <laughs> Mind did you, I didn't watch it to the end. No, the, the guy fucking got on the ground and did a ground and pound, and that was it. It was like oh. over. <laughs> That's rough. And then they started fighting. That's difficult. Yeah, it, it, it takes something serious to... to Hype yourself up. I mean, on a Saturday yeah. night after a few brandies, wow. it comes naturally. But uh, I think when you're training <laughs> for the fight, it, it's just, yeah, it's more difficult. <laughs> Bevan, guys, oh. what's that uh, blonde slash red-headed girl as well? Fairly good, man. <laughs> blonde slash red-headed girl. <laughs> <laughs> Chevchenko. It could be her, eh? Is she the Russian Yeah, she's the champ. So there's, this is one, Rose is champion 115. Valentina's 125. Amanda Nunes is 135 and 145. 
So Valentina Shevchenko is the GOAT at 135. She literally makes a... She literally... People talk about what her opponent's going to do to her and her opponent's strengths. And then Shevchenko goes out and does that shit against the opponent with that strength. That's how good she is. She's literally better than everybody at everything in her weight. Yeah, it is her. Yeah, it is her. Yeah. Yes. Amanda Nunes goes out and destroys people with fucking strength. Now, the thing is, Amanda Nunes and Shevchenko have fought twice, and uh, Nunes won twice. But there is an argument to say that Valentina Shevchenko beat her once and Amanda Nunes beat her once, which means that at the moment, we don't know who's the best of all time in the women's division because uh, everybody says Amanda Nunes is, but Shevchenko is just as good. And, 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 and we could say that she won one of the fights. So they need to fight again so we know who is the best. But Val- Valentina Shevchenko is deadly, dude. And she's got, that's the chick with the gun tattoo, Jack. Yes, the Russian lady. Yeah, no, she's yeah. hectic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the, look, dude, the women have got a lot of top-class fighters, but once you go past those top-class guys, there's not much underneath them. That's the only problem is, like, even with Shevchenko, yeah. there's, uh, Amanda Rubez is quite famous because she's good-looking, but if she gets into the ring with Shevchenko, she will get dripped to dust. So the only one that there's good, a real depth is is this this year. The 115. I mean, it's Rose, Wei Li, uh, uh There's quite a few of them. And there's that other, I think she's Thai, um, that also Thai. is pretty good. But uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> from my Thai side. Five rounds, you know what I mean? <laughs> Jack's hey, favorite Charlie, so category. <laughs> Jack, you wouldn't be tired after fucking five rounds. You'd be dead, pal. <laughs> <laughs> That was a random, unexpected wave of hate. It's not hate. It's true. That was just a random shot at someone in a parking lot. Like, Jack, I'm a Christian. Okay, I'll say that the truth, just right? with Walking past. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're cool. staring at me like you want to say something, bro. It's literally at everyone. It's my fucking camera. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Skyler, you wanted you had something to say about Usman versus Colby Covington. Can we just say that Usman is probably the best welterweight of all time? Okay, better than GSP. GSP, what the peer guy? Ah, yeti. Connor is made him look like a little girl, man. Don't, why no, you bring no, that no. in the conversation? No, you think about somebody else. No, no, no. You think a cowboy, pal. <laughs> No, not Cabo. I know Cerrone, boy. I know Cerrone. No, Pierre. Like, I know, you know Pierre. Cerrone, actually, after that fight, could be the best pound-for-pound woman fighter, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's like he gave that to Connor on that day. That was ridiculous. Dude. Yeah, well, Connor gave him $4 million, so, you know, give or take. But, but that's why Connor chose him. He just said that uh, he had major respect for him for the way he brought himself up. He was fighting just the way he was going through his ranks, and that's why he gave him the golden ticket. But the actual fight yeah. itself, what a lot of shit. Like, I got home. Uh, Dune was supposed to work that morning at one of my races, and then she was sick, so I went and did it. And as I got home, I saw them announcing the fight. At, you know, at the beginning where Bruce Buffett announces the fight and all that? And I yeah. parked the car, and I thought, okay, I've got time. And I came in, and then he did that shoulder shot and knocked him. I'm like, fuck. I just missed the whole fucking fight. Yeah, yeah that little boom. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, good. But he, had, uh, he had practiced that, eh? Yeah. That shoulder uh, shot. 
that was practice. There was previous videos of him doing oh, it, did. so he knew that's what he was going to use. So, I mean, that's but the where do they know that? His head with a foot to the head, because I've never seen that besides that fight ever. I could be wrong. I don't think, from what I've seen, I don't think he's knocked somebody out. It's normally his left straight or his right hand. Or is it his left? Or is his southpaw? The straight shot that he normally knocks people out with. No. Trying to think, because what he does is he jabs, 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 and he steps right. back. No, he's he's he's, uh, he's yeah. southpaw. So it's the opposite. He, he's, You're not southpaw. He steps back and he waits for them to come in, and that's it. Tickets. No, what he does right. is he, he talks right. shit, so he gets the guys aggressive. This is how he wins the fight. He gets the guys aggressive. He wants them to come after him. So he jab, 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 and then he steps back as if he's trying to do, trying to relax. The and then he knows that the guy's going to, uh, because they're so upset and they want to kill him, they run in and they try to knock him out. And that's when he just steps back, moves his head back, uh, straight left, boom, fights over. He did that against Aldo, Alvarez. Aldo and was the fit. Yeah, yeah Aldo was the quickest one that he did that for. And he also did it a lot against um, uh, Dustin Poirier. But, uh, yeah, no, I agree with you, dude. Usman, look, I think Usman needs one more fight. I mean, GSP's record is insane, dude. GSP is like, and it's not somebody okay, you're thinking about. Tut, GSP would tut, beat the tut. living shit out of Conor McGregor. Um, but, yeah, GSP, I think is, I think they're equal now. I think him and GSP are the two best welterweights of all time. I think if Kamara Usman beats Leon Edwards, because Leon Edwards is the most... Uh, technically sound MMA fighter in this division <laughs> other than Usman. I know everybody's talking about how good Colby Covington. I think Leon Edwards will beat the fucking piss out of Colby Covington. But that's my 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 opinion. I like uh, Leon Edwards quite a lot. But uh, actually, Leon Edwards is fighting on the 269. So did, do you guys know, you you obviously know Jorge Masvidal, Sky? Of course. Street Jesus. So you know when he became famous, when he, hit, when he gave that guy a three-piece in the soda? No, I'll be lying if so I he fought, So he fought backstage. So that's why Masvidal became so famous is because he fought... Leon Edwards just fought in England and he and he was chirping Masvidal something and Masvidal walked up to him and then gave him a three-piece in a soda. And that's why he became so famous is because he like fights on the street and he's a badass and whatever. Now, so Leon Edwards hasn't fought since COVID. Or oh, he has now. He's fought two fights. He fought Nate Diaz. He's the one that almost got knocked out by Nate Diaz. But anyway, so Leon Edwards is now coming back and fighting Masvidal. And that's going to be a big fight. Because Masvidal can knock people out and he's, a, he's all this hype and he's got so much uh, uh, um, hype behind him. But at the end of the day, Leon Edwards is a true fighter and he's not a journeyman, he's a champion. So we're going to see what a champion does against a journeyman. And I think that Leon Edwards is going to beat the shit out of Masvidal and then Masvidal's hype trains over. Then he must go to bare knuckle boxing. Or even go fight Jake Paul. Riggs, what did I you think about the fight? Put him to sleep. He was done, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, On the Usman fight, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I, I want to. If I compare it, and I know, yeah, Usman won, well deserved. But if you can compare it to fight one and this fight, I think Covington came in with. A lot better strategy. Uh, I do feel he was more technical than the first fight. So I'm more rating him on he improved coming in. He went and he, he took it to the ground a few times as well. Whereas in fight one, they never even took it to the ground. It was a straight stand-up fight, leg to leg, fist to fist. That's how it went. So yeah, this one was exciting. I don't think 
there was as much anger behind the fight. You know, you could see it wasn't as, uh, yeah, not as brutal as what uh, the first one was. But mm. Covington, for me, I was so impressed with. He had he showed a lot more strategic moves, uh, strategic punching. Whereas fight mm. one, he was going wild like a fucking lunatic. So, but yeah, he needed I, to do that because before he was fighting uh, Riggs. I don't think you're recording, Riggs. Fuck. Let's hold on. How am I not recording? You in charge of the... What, what happened was I plugged in the internet yeah. cable. Okay, carry on, Riggs. Hello? Hmm. Must I carry on as in... I'm just as in talk fight? Clothes off, yes. You can leave your hat on. You can leave your hat on. Okay, it's recording. Baby, take off your coat. Well, if it doesn't record, mm. we'll just record tomorrow Real night. Snow. Okay. So, sorry, J- uh, Riggs, you were saying? <laughs> so, okay. So, I was just going more on the technical side. I, I, I thought Covington came in and he fought a better technical fight than in fight one. Mm. So, yeah. I, I, the, the result, we knew what would happen uh, and it did. But I just want to give props to Covington for... At least improving his his techniques, you know, from fight one to fight two. But yeah, look, it was a, an, an annihilation. And I don't want to. I'm not making any accusations. I just want to ask, what is the rule on uh, juicing within the UFC? Can't do it. Okay. Because Usman's traps are quite big. And that's the first thing that goes up when you juice. And I'm not. Again, I'm not saying anything. I'm just. I was querying. It was more something I, I looked at and I was like, the, mm. the Nigeria yeah, nightmare. Somebody, somebody <laughs> sounds like they're a Trump supporter here. <laughs> There's at least one here. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I, I, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> asking. It was more out of interest sake because, yeah, when you juice, the first thing that gets big is your traps. No, but he's had And Usman's got some. Ever. Yeah, but why? Maybe he juiced when he was out. What's in his water? What's in his water? <laughs> Maybe he just does a lot of check. No, look, uh, yeah, it was a brilliant fight. He, he's got great technique, and you can see he knows when he's going to win. He keeps it calm, and you can see even like uh, between rounds, the coaching yeah. between rounds, like Covington, they have to remind him like what to do, what to do. Usman, they're like just saying, breathe, take your time, you know, a lot more calm because they know, yeah, basically. It's in the bag from the get-go. So, well, look, it's the same as no, the look, middleweight. I was, I was impressed. It's the same as the middleweight. There's one or two guys that can maybe give these guys a bit of a challenge. Like I said, in the middleweight, there's Bobby Knuckles. There's Leon Edwards in this. Uh, and even Covington before this fight, we, we also thought he might be able to beat um, Usman. But all they're doing is proving that they're leagues and bounds ahead of the rest of these guys. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Hey, Jack's hurrying us along. I haven't seen Usman get hit that much, though. Well, I mean, Gilbert Burns, he, he got hit quite yeah. a bit. He was busy a few times. Yeah. He was yeah. busy. Uh, but going to what Rick said, he writes, he just shows you how composed and why he is the GOAT. Well, he's just on another he level. I, that much. It reminds, me, it reminds me of the first time, I don't know if you guys remember, but the first time we played sevens against, uh, uh, I think it was Menlo Park. <laughs> you know... 
we could play rugby, but not at that level, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, yes, yeah. that Tony Yankee stepped me side. I shouted out loud, "Yo!" Like I was dissing myself. That's how much better he was than me. <laughs> so, there are levels to different sports, if I can just say that. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, but it takes a lot out of an individual when you're getting absolutely demolished straight to the temple for you to still sit back yeah. and say, calm, it's coming, <laughs> patience. Yeah. Any other individual, you know, you are letting loose, my boy. Any yeah. angle, any chance you get. Sensation of punches, dude. It's like a fucking whirlwind. Yeah, you just can <laughs> And I'd just like to that bring up... incredible. Before we carry on, I'd just like to bring up the levels on the rugby side of things. I don't know if you remember when we played Michaelas, Riggs? Not, yes. Is it Michael? Yeah, Michaelas. And I don't know if you remember our Flav's name that day, but that other Flav that we played against was so good that our Flav pulled his hamstring, apparently. <laughs> oh, I pulled my hand exactly in that flask. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> all jokes aside, that's probably still the best flask I've ever played. Yeah, he was fucking good at it. Yes, just unbelievable. <laughs> and then he, Shane, put Carl. Oh, then you put Carl, then they put Carl at Flav and he got handed off. No, it wasn't Carl. It wasn't Carl. We had put little Ivan there. <laughs> Ivan. <laughs> Oh, the bullet himself. <laughs> the bullet himself. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. <laughs> but anyway, okay. Uh, okay, uh, Canelo and Plant. Yeah, look, Seven. not much to say on the Canelo versus Plant. Canelo, like I said, dude, Canelo is the same level as Usman in the, in the UFC at the moment. He's leagues and bounds ahead of everybody else. He goes out and fights another super Brilliant. middleweight champion and makes him look like he shouldn't even be fighting. He shouldn't even be a contender. It looks like he, you know, he gave the guy a lot. He won a lottery ticket. I mean, no, look, planted okay. But Canelo just walks through the guys, dude. It's like he's not even feeling the punches. Uh, I don't understand how yeah. he's that much better. I mean, look, he did lose to... And the thing is, that's a problem with the guys fighting Canelo. You're not going to knock Canelo out. It doesn't matter how powerful you think you are, how strong you think you are, you're not going to. You've got to be fucking cruiserweight or heavyweight to knock that guy out. And that's why, um, yeah. that's why he's got two losses to his name. I think he lost against Manny Pacquiao because Manny Pacquiao is a fucking, you know, a, an anomaly. Legend. Yeah. And he lost yeah. against Floyd Mayweather because Floyd Mayweather is not looking to knock people out. He, he gets it every now and again, no. but you won't hit him. So you're not going to score points. You're going to get irritated. You're going to make no. mistakes. So you've got to have a good mind yeah. game to beat Canelo. And nobody has the strength, the power, the mind or the intelligence to beat Canelo at the moment. And I don't think in Canelo's prime, anybody will. And that's what makes somebody the greatest. In their prime, yeah, he might get beaten on yeah. la beaten later on. But in his prime, he's not going to get beaten. And I think at the moment, if he had a flight, Floyd at his prime versus Canelo at his prime, Canelo's got him, dude. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay, but you biased, Riggs. Uh, <laughs> no, no, uh, I'm biased. Just because I don't like Floyd. No, I'm right with you. And yeah, uh, I, for me, I, I, I do think he's great. And I find it fitting of, uh, yeah, the surname there because Plant got fucking planted. And yeah, that was that. <laughs> the story. last time I saw somebody sidestep and bubble like that was Bevan when he walks out of OPM. Remember those days? <laughs> 
think I couldn't find him buried. Oh shit. Okay, what's next, Jack? Up next is the Jake Paul. Jack, I just want to say the you're doing a lot. Your contribution tonight is Contract. outstanding. You're really get, giving a lot to this podcast. You're really putting yeah. a lot out there and making sure we stay on topic. I just want to say thank you, Jack. Uh, you know what? You guys are laying the foundation for my success. You know, we, we save the best for last. So. <laughs> all right. What I'm just giving you guys a chance to succeed as well. It's all about sustainability, you know. <laughs> What's next? Jake Paul. Oh. Okay, but I don't, I don't really, I don't really follow Jake Paul. So you guys got to tell me what's going on there. You no, literally just, uh, said, "Yeah, it was that." Uh, listen, long story short, we want this Tommy Fury to knock him the fuck out. If Tommy yeah, doesn't well, look, beat him, I think Tommy needs to also hang up his gloves, bro. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's it. Especially his level. This is like the the fine line now. Jake Paul's messing yeah. around. Yeah, good fighters now and then. This is now the, the bench lock. Well, the benchmark. Ty- well, Tyson is- Fury said that he will make sure that uh, Fury uh, steps down if he doesn't beat Jake. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, my query is more into like these uh, rumors that are coming out a lot and more, a lot more. I would say often now on social media about the the no knockout clause, and I I'm convinced there's fucking truth in it because if you watch the fights. It makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, I think there, there's something to it. Well, the thing is, Rick, uh, I will 100% agree with you yeah, just yeah. because it's I, like, I want to. Yeah, it's like, you can fight me, but you may not knock me out, eh? <laughs> Look, I, I, <laughs> fuck I, off, dude. I understand where you, where you find truth in that is because you think that Tyron Woodley, and if we look at Tyron Woodley in the past, he was going for knockouts. But the problem with the way... Fucking Ben Askren. Yeah, but Ben Askren's knocked He out, also... Ben Askren couldn't knock out his wife. Let's just be honest. You! I'm just Shit. saying. <laughs> oh, no. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> that one hurt even. I'm just saying. He couldn't. I'm his poor problem. wife. Damn it. <laughs> but um, like, yeah. no, he doesn't allow is, him to drink because I hate when he misses. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is, Tyron Woodley, after the after the loss to Usman, hasn't been able to pull the trigger. And the thing is, he was going for the knockout. He couldn't control himself. May the only the only argument would be is when he knocked um, Jake through the 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 um, the the, the, the rings, the ropes. Yeah. He he um he stepped back on he, he he came off the pedal a bit so maybe you're right Riggs, but at the end of the day who fucking cares dude because Jake Paul's a puss either way if he did it or if he didn't but that's it, exactly why we care Bevan because we want to see him knocked to the fucking canvas I want to be able to buy his teeth that hit the fucking floor on eBay that's what I want <laughs> I want to buy that thing bring it to my house put it in a dummy and fuck it up some more. <laughs> That's exactly what I want. I even want to jump in that ring as one just finish it off. Yeah. I dislike that man so much. Oh fuck. Yeah, but you know that you know we're getting old now because all the old people hate him. So we are too old we are yeah, three yeah, old yeah. Yeah. Two spots on there, man. Spots on there. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's also a yeah, as well. What can that. you do? At the end of the day. <laughs> okay, who watched the uh, look, uh, I- 
Yeah, so I didn't actually get around to it. Eh? I must I be honest. I'm doing, I'm doing house renovations. I know it was so recently. I was the, too busy. I know it was recently the World Cup and stuff, but that was probably one of the better games I've watched. Just pure rugby on both ends. Whether we lost the game or not, that was such good rugby, man. It was so cool. exciting. It was physical. Right. It was rough. It was just good to watch. My question is, I mean... I heard... Spain, yeah. No, sorry, Riggs, carry on. No, go, bit. Oh, I was just going to say, I heard Stain got man of the match. Yeah. Did he, did he put Who in a good else? one? Yeah. Oh, Stain yeah. did one of yeah. his old school 55, yeah. 60 meter in the rain to the goal again. I'm surprised that Is Riggs it? Oh. that much power. Yes, it did. I don't know. But he's got a lot of weight behind him. He puts the bookends behind it. Yeah, he puts he's the bookends behind, behind it. Yeah, Spot it, on, boy. it looks like he's lost a bit, eh? Maybe he listens to the podcast. <laughs> I'm. I must say, there's a few people that listen to this podcast. Yeah. Because the moment we give them shit, they react. <laughs> <laughs> look, we're just here to make the world a better place. That's true. Uh, and you know what? We're doing a fucking great job at it. Stain's burning men of the match. You're welcome, Franz Stain. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I, I think you're welcome, Dana day. White. Yeah. I think he deserves next, it. Next the thing, Tyson's going to have a six pack. <laughs> The way South Africa won that game really just came down to just the actual replacements, the substitutes. Yeah. So we, we never made it at that time. Wales probably would have taken us, but you bring on Malcolm Marks and some of those front runners, they absolutely destroyed well, It was it. weird because they had a black pack and a white pack. It was so weird. Yeah, you actually right. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! I don't want to say which pack was on on top. No, I'm just saying. I'm just making an observation. Oh, <laughs> but that ox guy oh. is a fucking. That's why I thought. You know, when he had that obstruction and he got that yellow card, I'm like, dude, the guy's three meters wide. If you run near him, he's gonna obstruct. <laughs> it's not his fucking fault. It's a big boy. Yeah. Yes, he's a yes, and player. he hit that guy. <laughs> Did he hit the ball into the guy's face and nearly broke the guy's jaw? Like that's how fucking strong that guy. That's why his name's Ox. <laughs> but, oh, shit. but you're right, man. I mean, uh, it was a pure, a perfect example of uh, of British rugby or British and uh, British and Irish area rugby, where it's raining, it's cold, or I don't know if it was too cold, but it's wet, and. That's the thing that people don't understand. Until you've played in England, it's a different level. I don't know if you remember the first time we played in England. It was such a shock. Fuck, absolutely. Yeah, the field looks the same. There's nothing different about the field. You know, we've got, in the winter, if you go to the Midlands, it's the same sort of field. But when we played in England, the the, the amount of, (laughs) check that book. (laughs) Hello, baby. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, the, look the amount of of uh, I don't know how to say it. it's like a mattress it's like running on a mattress and you literally feel like you're standing still and obviously you get used to that so yeah. I don't know why they didn't put that uh, what's his name Reynard that scrum off I should, they should have actually started him instead Corbis of Reynard Reynard. Yeah. Corbis Reynard, yeah. Uh, they, actually, they, they actually did at a stage and oh, but they should have started on the blind side as well yeah, that, you're actually right. You should have. He had more experience than those with the Yeah, exactly, because he's really he did, good at He definitely game. made a, a good impact. Uh, yeah, yeah. A yeah. good impact when he came on. Well, I mean, I don't know. You sound like you're a very big fan of the white players and not so much of the non-white players. Carla, I don't know. You're... <laughs> Something you're not telling us here. 
only stems from that. I, like don't white chocolate. I don't like dark chocolate. Okay, it's just how I've been brought up. Calm down. Uh-uh. But uh, yeah, Jack, did you watch take, the game? Take, take the media so we know you're not racist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think uh, moving along swiftly. Anything more, f- more for the Wales game? I didn't really, honestly, confession time. Watch it. Okay, uh, you know, my humble apologies. <laughs> At least you watch the Afk. Basically, you you watch one thing a week. No, and it's either rugby oh, no, F one no, no. or ten percent of one thing. Rick's ten percent of it. he didn't watch. UFC. He watched a bit of one fight. But anyway, no, good job, Jack. You're doing a great job here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I try. Now, Jack's Jack strength is at the other end of the podcast. <laughs> what? Your strengths are at the other yeah. end of the podcast. You keep quiet at the beginning and then you don't shut exactly. up. Exactly. You've got to, you, got to you finish when strong. The come up. When the credits come up. Yeah. <laughs> shut the fuck Jack up, Briggs. For the listeners, Jack does the the intro tune and the end tune. So thank you. No, and I also I tell them where they can get into contact with us. Jack he, does he, he plays it with his butt roll. <laughs> doesn't even like the fucking Instagram post. <laughs> I told you I don't do Instagram. I still made a profile to like, and I liked it, but I only have the podcast. There's nothing else. It's I just, don't do Instagram. Exactly. Dude. I don't get every it. time something comes on the thing. Just like it. But it's fine, Jack. We'll discuss this off the mic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, look, I mean, I'm happy that the Springboks won. Hard fought match. I think actually that guy might have fucked it for the for the for the for the Welsh. That guy that ran on the field. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, player number sixteen. Yeah. He ran on the field. I actually oh, saw own, the video from the stands. Yeah. And he fucked his Was it a Jones? Own, own team up. <laughs> Oh, have you seen that guy? That, yeah, he did. It's always the Jones. Have you seen that Jovo guy, that 69 guy that keeps running on the field and doing the national anthem with the All Blacks? Oh, I love it. He did it with the, oh, I love it. it. Did what? He did it with the Pure Japanese. class. That is just... <laughs> he keeps getting on the field. You, you, must know, you must know the talent it takes, like, just to fit in. <laughs> and it takes a while before people notice, like, what the fuck? Yeah. And dude, you know what puzzles me is he doesn't look... He doesn't look like a nimble guy, so I don't know how he can be that sneaky. It's, uh, like, you I don't get it. it. How does he do it? Maybe it's Maddie. With the, the Indian cricket team. There's a white guy, <laughs> the only white guy, but he's dressed in a full white kit. He's got the Indian logo, like he's in it, boy. And he's on the field, and the umpire taps him, what's going on? And he acts like so oblivious. Like, what do you mean? Where the jersey? Before, yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. Dude. Even the Indian players got confused and they started laughing afterwards. You played it off so well. But that's cool, man. I like that kind of stuff. Except when you fuck up the game for your... Look, I'm happy he did because he fucked it up for his own team. But think about that guy. He's going to get killed, dude. Like, he literally ran on... <laughs> what, was the final, what was the final score? I think it was 20... 23... 16 or 23-15. 23-19, I think. I don't know. I can't remember, but it was pretty close. But yeah, and then as soon as... Yeah, but look, that guy getting killed is a sacrifice I'm willing to make yeah, no, for the game. 100%. I mean, the Springboks mm-hmm. are important. And he doesn't look like he's, he's yeah. delivering too much to the society. Because I knew when they put it, when they picked him up and he had no chin and that stupid Welsh haircut, I was like, this guy's a Welsh idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. 
Okay, so Jack, what Mark happened? Mark that one off your list of possible places to travel, Bev. <laughs> I must say, everybody in Wales is a shithead, but he is. <laughs> okay. Oh no! But he wants to go to Wales anyway. Sorry, Bev, what'd you ask me? No, I said, what happened in the soccer? Aish, uh, it wasn't a good weekend for me or Skylar. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you said. It was a great weekend for me. I had a great weekend. <laughs> just, just, a just the end of it was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, look, uh, the standout games, Man United versus Man City. Uh, Man City took that 2-0. Sorry, Skylar, that sucks, balls. <laughs> But then again, at least some light at the end of the tunnel. Chelsea drew with Burnley. Uh, credit to the Burnley keeper. That guy's a machine. So Liverpool didn't lose too many points to, to Chelsea. Uh, next notable game. Uh, what was Liverpool? You said they didn't lose too many points. Uh, just yeah, on the yeah, point. Liverpool game. Yeah. I mean, they didn't drop points in the Premier League. Okay, yeah, I'd like on the championship points. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Arsenal beat Watford. Good on them. Uh, Tottenham, I think they actually changed managers. Uh, Skylar, am I right? Correct, yeah. So old Conte is back. Conte used to uh, coach Chelsea his first season at Chelsea. He got them a premiership title. So he's definitely a good coach. Hopefully it's a good fit for him. But yes, answer your question. New coach, new management. Should be exciting. Yeah, I know, Shame. I actually felt for the previous coach, uh, man, he did pretty good at the Wolves. Uh, it's a pity yeah, they didn't really give him much of a it. chance. I mean, yeah. fuck, to think about it, what is it, like four months? That's all that you're given to you I don't know, think it's just you, up and down. You, me, and everyone else. I think everyone's kind of hot sore that he is left because he, he was a good coach, a good guy. But, hey, you don't get the results. Peace out, huh? Yeah, no, look, I think some teams are more patient than others, but it's a pity. Hopefully, for the supporters' sake, Tottenham picks it up. But yeah, then West Ham, uh, they beat Liverpool. Now, I think other Premier League soccer fans, especially if they have or if they support other teams, might disagree with me. But you know what? I'm just going to bitch in mind a little bit. That first goal that Liverpool conceded, right? Now, in my mind, if the keeper jumps for a ball and... As a result, as a direct result of an opposition player also jumping with a uh, jumping against the keeper, prohibiting his arms, that being the keeper's arms, from actually reaching up to catch the ball. That, in my honest bro opinion, would be a foul. Um, but it seems like I, I do agree with that actually, because basically what, what you're saying actually. Is- no, no, no. I'm just saying, basically what you're saying is there should be a no-compete. The moment you're near a keeper, you must stop playing soccer, eh? That's what you're saying? Or is it only when Liverpool is uh, the goalie? Get him, boy. <laughs> I just want to know. Get him. Like, so there's, there's a non-compete. You know, the moment you're in the box, don't go for the ball, guys. Especially when you're playing against Liverpool, the rules change. Uh, no, they, they just ought to be upheld. That's all I'm saying. Because if you jump into a keeper when you yourself do not make contact with a ball that you're going for and you uh, obstruct the keeper Perfect. through physical Perfect. contact and that directly results in a goal, then in my opinion, it's, it should not be a goal. So in your description, when you were explaining it, you said you jumped in the air for the ball you were going for. 
So uh, you've yeah. admitted that you're going for the ball. He just missed, but uh, correct. But we didn't mention prospect of success. <laughs> we didn't mention prospect of success, Riggs. I mean, exactly. the guy doesn't have a hope. It doesn't matter. Keeper, no, you're not going to jump or reach higher than a keeper who can stretch his arms up above his head when you are not allowed to do so. So the prospect what? of success is lower. Therefore, it is my opinion that it should not have been a goal. I rest my case. My question is, was the contact there on his arms before you, you touched the ball? Before who touched the ball? Alison. Yes. So you were before like, you uh, touched the ball? In my opinion, yes. We, we no, should no, put this video opinion, and I'm asking and what actually happened. Oh. Oh. I thought you were fighting on this side. Up, Kelly. <laughs> if we want your opinion, we'll fucking give it to you. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> No, no, man. What happened was the it was from a corner, and you know all. No, I, I was only pulling your leg. I was only pulling your leg, Zach. I was only pulling your leg. Oh, fuck. I'll be honest with Damn you. It, if, if it was my team, I'd also be extremely upset to say, "No, nah, you can't do that." But, but it wasn't. There's a fun. There, no, there's too much security. There's too much security around keeper these days. In my opinion, if yeah. you shout out, and you guys also know this in soccer, you can't shout out mine, my ball. You have to shout your name as you get penalized. You don't hear it. So if a keeper is coming out and he's shouting, you'll see every Liverpool dis- defender kind of went, step back, it's yours. If you call yeah. and you nominate and it's a 50 50, it's a 50. Skyler, you can't me, favorite the keeper. Sorry, let me just say something. You can't because then like any, any, keeper, any keeper in the corner will come out and be like, well, you know, if I just get touched and I fall down, oh, good, I'll come up. But it wasn't just a touch. But wait, it wasn't just sorry. Let me just say something. In the air. Sorry, can I say something? Scott, that's the thing. When you trying say, to catch a fucking ball with these four M. That's the first problem. When you, <laughs> when you <laughs> yeah, seven. Sorry, no. I think the moment's gone now. But just remember, when you say you you when you say you guys know how in soccer we they do this and this and this. You're talking to three fat guys with no coordination. Just remember, we don't know anything. <laughs> We don't know anything about these fantastic sports. We know about scrumming, and that's it. And watching and 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 acting like we know more than fighters. That's all we know. Soccer, not so much. You know that that rule could actually be for quite a few other sports. But <laughs> Riggs doesn't know even know what a soccer ball looks Yours. like. He's still thinking it's a rugby ball. <laughs> Isn't it? No, it's a round ball. Oh, yeah, fuck. you just have to sit on it for a bit longer to make it rugby ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit <laughs> oh shit okay but Skyler anything no. more for the Premier League to move on swiftly I don't really want to talk to that more about that too much more no just glad that West Ham got the win over Liverpool uh, that's all she writes eh? happy days yeah I, I just want to say because we were bad mouthing West Ham last week and now they beat Liverpool. Jack, in your bro opinion, as you like to say, is this the end of Liverpool? Or do you see them no. fighting back? <laughs> no, with it being the first game of the season that they've lost, and in fact the first in 26 games that they actually lost, I think it's just to be expected. Sometimes a drop in form happens, especially after you beat a team like Atletico 2-0 during the week. Um, I think sometimes a drop in form is to be expected, but at least, you know, saving grace, 
They were beaten by a team that did perform very well. And as a result of the outcome of that match is now ahead of Liverpool on the table. So if you're going to lose to someone, I'd rather lose to a good team than a bad team. But to answer yep. your main question and your your stab to the, the gut or the liver rigs, no, I don't think it's the end. I think it's just the okay. beginning, motherfucker. Okay, no, no. I'm just wondering because it was a draw the week before to a sub, you know, not even, I would say a, a, a mediocre team, a mediocre team, a draw, now a loss. I, I'm just wondering, like, for me, if, if it was my team in any sport, and I don't watch your soccer, but I would think, fuck, my team needs a serious wake-up call. And I mean, the fact that it's getting so bad that you decide you need to change the rules is a bit worrying. Just my opinion. <laughs> but, uh, but again, I don't know much. <laughs> well, Riggs, you know what? Uh, I don't know about the first few points of yours, but the latter was um, it was quite correct. I think that was the smartest thing you've said all podcast long, like that you <laughs> don't know much. And I have no, to no, agree no. with Liverpool, that. Liverpool might be in trouble now. So they've just suffered a loss. It's not international break. All their players now are out. They're not training. Not in their back. fucking head. Mm. They come back. Their first game is Arsenal. that are on a good run right now. <laughs> Three <laughs> days later, you got Porto. Yes, where no, I think they're unbeaten <laughs> now in six games. So, yeah, this might be the start of something bad. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> 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 Come join the United fans, boy. Yeah, you know, Scott, I, 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 uh, I want a consistent coach. Dude, how long is Ole going to stick around? You say every team goes through a slump, but I know all about it, my boy. Come here, I'll tell you. <laughs> one of us. <laughs> one of us. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Okay, swiftly, without uh, permission, the T20 World Cup. South Africa got knocked out. Even though we beat England, who are, I believe, favorites to win it, we got knocked out as a result of the net run rate that was that let us down. Scarlett, do you know more than that? How the no, fuck man, is that possible? Is, we did extremely well, actually. Um, our first game against Australia, I think it was just those those nerves for a brand new World Cup. Yeah. Our rates, if we played Australia, the last game would have given them. Wait, 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 so wait. Before you carry just, on, we'll, so. South Africa, England, and, and Australia in one group. Yeah. Jesus. And exactly. um, we actually all finished on the same <laughs> points. Uh, just, just, it came down to a bit of uh, run rate and strike rate, etc. So Wait, 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 wait. wait. You keep moving on. What the fuck? How the hell is that possible that the three best teams in the world are in one group? Sri Lanka there as well. They're top five. Fucking hell. Yeah. Why is West Indies, you've got Chris Gale, Pollard, Russell. I mean, they absolutely destroy your, your Indian you know, T20 bashes. Fuck, you know. But just, just in essence, I think they did extremely well, man. That last game against England, I've never seen so many big sixes like that in my life. That yeah. was unbelievable. Like over 120 meters, clear in the stadium. Shit. One thing the boys can do is come home. And, um, you know, if England do win the World Cup, which everyone's banking on, we can proudly say that we actually gave them a good hiding as well. So, well, surely whoever's in, whoever's going them. through on our group is going to win the World Cup. I mean, fucking hell. Who else is there? I, I got my money on England. Though. They're going to be, they got a hot, hot team. Though. The only yeah. top, other top yeah. guys is India, 
well, New Zealand shit, but it's India. That's it. India and England and Australia that have gone through. Yeah. Fuck, you know. So that's so and weird. The, that and there the, isn't surely. The group stages are harder than the semi and the quarterfinals. Depending yeah. on how you get picked. Yeah, yeah that was a structure differently this year. It's different. Uh. Well, sad news, but who cares? Yeah. Oh, well, the cock not <laughs> taking the knee and causing all controversy. Really yeah, fuck, up. man. I, I felt so sorry for the guy. The plane and fucking fly back home and think about what you just did. Wait, what did he do? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think we should stay away from that, Jack. That's something to talk about. I, I feel, Long story yeah. Short, you didn't shame. want to take I the felt knee. sorry for the fact that you felt that all lives yeah. matter, not just black lives. And yeah. uh, there was some controversy of him not doing it. And then he just said, "Well, if you don't do it, there's going to be precautions." So you he dropped. just stepped down and you didn't play the game against um, Sri Lanka mm-hmm. or whoever so, it was. So. So he didn't take the he he's, he thinks all time. lives matters and he's not he's against black lives matter. Is that correct? No, he shouldn't just purely be directed to one specific race or one uh, specific yes. gender or whatever it may be. He's, he yeah. feels that if I'm taking the knee, it's for it's for all lives. I don't need to do this whole fist to say black lives. Yeah. But I don't understand. You get paid and you know what I find of yeah. millions of rand or whatever. It's just if you disagree with something yeah. like that, I, I find like Shut up. <laughs> Just take the money. Yeah, but if you if you look at the, the F1, they were also requested to take the knees, and there was about six drivers that didn't take the knee. And nothing happened to them. But Jane, the cricket, is like, well, you've fucking dropped. You're not allowed to play. Uh, that's a bit of uh, – that's bullshit, eh? And, and like he said, yeah, look, he, his I, sisters, stepsisters are colored and all of that. He says, like – how are you going to pin him to be a racist? He's not racist. He's just saying all lives matter and he doesn't agree with maybe the political stance of one race matters. And how it was done and the instructions they received and how it was given to them. I agree with everything you guys are saying. I agree with everything you're saying. But you're getting paid millions of dollars to play cricket. Just fucking play cricket and do you it. Know, so that's the problem. Rich Why are they getting paid a million dollars when they don't win fuck all, boy? <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, take, you take the knee, my boy. That's the only thing going for you at yeah. the moment. Take it. Yeah, yeah I, I could lose for that. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, you take the knee. The thing is, uh, at that level or in a sport game or even at work, like, there's a lot of things I disagree with in the corporate world, but I shut the fuck up because... If you or any any kind of thing, I shut up because why go against the grain when you won't gain anything, especially in a sport where that's not a big deal. So yeah, it'll be in the news and he'll have to apologize and all those kinds of things or explain himself, but it's not a big deal in our sport. So he's not really going to get that much news. And then from now on, every now and again, he's going to be called a racist. So yeah, it's not a lot to what's name, but I just fucking kneel and shut the fuck up. Dude, he doesn't need South African cricket to make money. He's got IPL or he can go county. Yeah, but Jack, he doesn't he's need get, to be he's still here to make argue money. with people every fucking time he goes to a bra. Yeah. I understand, Bev, but like where well, do they draw the line? Where do they draw the line? Because yeah. I understand you're saying, yeah, he's getting paid in that and you and you follow corporate and that in your work, and I do the same. But like where do you draw the line? Soon he's gonna have to take the knee, have a minute of silence, fucking do ring a ring a rosies uh, before a cricket game. It's cricket, that's, boys. That's you the thing. Watch I don't know what happened that's what afterwards. we want to watch. 
because the very next two games he took the knee. But yeah. the camera was on him, but he didn't want to look up. He kept looking yeah. down on the ground. So, so, he yeah. like, so, uh, so he and gave, he didn't throw the he didn't throw the fist. So he gave it up. So you understand? He gave up that. So why did he do that if he just like gave it up in the if he just sold out anyway? I, I rate the cricket board. CSA came together and just said, Quinny, it's just the way it is. You don't do it. You don't get a bonus. You don't get paid your World Cup fee. It's just the way it is. I'm exactly. sorry. It's just they like they do, do it and get paid your money. Yeah. You're not a well, politician. So quick, yeah. You know as what? As he, he doesn't come he back to respect. CSA. That CSA made him make that decision. They'll do whatever they want, dude. They'll but again, whatever they need to do. What I'm saying is, it, it's, it swings and roundabouts. So now they're doing that in the cricket and everybody's kneeling and stuff. But then people will start complaining. That's all about money. If people stop watching cricket because people are kneeling, guess what they're going to stop doing? Kneeling. It's all about money. The same thing even happened in the American sports. They were kneeling and kneeling and everybody, and it was a big thing. Then people stopped watching the stuff, and now they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. All of the social justice stuff yeah. comes in swings and roundabouts. They do it, then they start to lose money, and then they go back to the old faithful. It's always that way, and yeah. it has Look always been like that. You fucking do that in boxing, you take the knee and it counts as a knock. So, <laughs> True that. I mean, yeah. You certainly what you can't do it. <laughs> yeah, it's like... <laughs> you fought okay, the fight, so I got one on you, bitch. <laughs> on to the most important and highly anticipated topic of this evening. Okay, wait, before we go, I just want to go, I check something. I'm going to pause quickly. Let's go have a smoke for five minutes. Then we can go on to... Uh, Anticipation... Carries on. <laughs> okay, so move. Are we recording? Yes, we are. Moving along swiftly to the hot topic of the night, the highly anticipated and um, very interesting Mexican Grand Prix. Riggs, I know you watched it. Skylar, I hope you watched it. Bevan, <laughs> I'm not going to bother. What did you guys think? Riggs. Yeah, so on to me, I suppose. Uh, yeah, look, I found it a very, as you say, interesting race. It was it was a great race. And again, you know, strategy came into play uh, for a lot of things. But uh, let's give a, let's start off with an honorable mention for Kimi Raikkonen taking his first <laughs> set of points for the season. <laughs> first set of points, you know, what a brilliant, what a brilliant race from him. You know, and Giovanzi as well. He, he didn't get the points, but you know, for Alpha, it's their best result of the the season so far. Uh, so yeah, quite quite impressed with that. You know, I love Kimi. Uh, up onto the front of uh, the grid, what can we say? Uh, fucking Verstappen is absolute class. And I listened today to the team radio. Um, of Verstappen and Hamilton because obviously they're so close. I like to always uh, just see what the team's advice was throughout the race. So yeah. if you look, Verstappen's team radio over the 70-odd laps, what, 71 laps, was about 12 yeah. minutes of radio time uh, of them instructing him. And Hamilton's was 16 minutes. And that just shows like Hamilton needs that extra bit of cushioning and, and he needs to know. And, yeah, it was great to hear him start panicking. And he's, like, asking about, you know, like, check this, check that, check that. And, and you could hear there was a lot of panic in his voice from such a, a seasoned driver. I'm not going to say a mature driver because we know that's not fucking true, but a seasoned driver. 
and you saw Verstappen, yeah. and he was just managing it, and he's like, guys, the tires are now coming into their own again. It's all good because we know the tires do it. They fluctuate. So they go yes. good. They start going bad. They do the graining, then and they then they go good, good again. And, and he, was, he was like keeping them up to date, and he said, can you just check the temperature on my front left? They checked it, and yeah, look, they pure, yeah. pure class. And yeah, when Bottas put on that set of tires to take the fastest lap, I was like, don't fucking do it. Don't fucking do it. And they, they grinded him, and he had to come in again and take another attempt at it. But yeah, he got it in the end, and well-deserved to Valtteri because, like I said, well, from the he moment... Didn't they, get it. He didn't he get it. He just took it away. <laughs> he didn't get a point. He just took Red Bull's point away. Yeah, so but he he got fastest lap when Verstappen yo, was well holding. Done. Yeah, but what I'm well, saying is, look, I no, look, I like Valtteri, and, and from the moment he is told like Mercedes is not with them anymore, that looks just getting points for them. It's like fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah, no, look, I must say that I find it. You speak about Hamilton, and there's just a few. Issues. Before I get into the negatives, let me just rather first start off with a positive of uh, Max is just unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, okay, yeah, he started when he was 17. So, you know, he is also, although he's young, he's got some experience under him. And that first, when they went into that corner, you know, three abreast, yeah. and this guy outbreaked him, I thought, oh my sack, this yeah. is incredible. I thought he was being over eager. But that's the difference between Max a few years ago and Max now. Like now he's a bit more obviously experienced. And um, no, Bev, we didn't like you're so in tune. So he's a bit more experienced than that. So he can make those calls and, you know, make it stick without wrecking the other guy. And, and when. Yeah, Riggs? No, I was going to say exactly that, like knowing the grip of your car. Yeah. Yeah, And uh, that for me was incredible. And from there, he just phew, pulled off into the sunset. End of story. There was no, whatever Mercedes wanted to do, he had an answer. And he still wasn't pushing that car to 100%. I don't think but, anyone in the lead truly uh, like pushes their car 100%. Because, I mean, the aim is, I don't know which famous driver or uh, former champion said it, but the aim is to win the race as slowly as possible. Wasn't that Aiton Senna? That is possible. I think so. But uh, well, what mean, was... It... Yeah, no, sorry. What what was interesting there is like you're saying like he wasn't pushing the car. But did you hear Hamilton like saying, I can't keep up with this fucking guy. Like he's like, we yes. can't keep up with him. <laughs> and now moving over to oh. what I didn't want to say first, but I find it ironic that Hamilton specifically... Wow. Um, because Hamilton specifically makes mention of, yeah, they had the superior car. And, I mean, sp still specifically how he said, congratulations to Max. Uh, they really had a great car. You know, yeah. that's a fine little dig. And to come from someone who has dominated by virtue of their car for 99% yeah. of it is for Fuck, me ironic yeah. And babyish, because when Red Bull was uh, winning between 2010 and 2014, Hamilton was saying, no, he doesn't even expect his family to watch the F1 races, and he himself would fall asleep, because yeah. Red Bull were just dominating. 
Meanwhile, those championships were decided in like the last race. So yeah. anything could have happened. And Which now is he, what we're going to see this season again. Exactly. And now he's already pushing it back to know it's the car. Their car's better. But when it's him receiving it, his response is, they must catch up. Yeah. It's a very different tune. And I get like when you're winning, you will say different things to, to when you're chasing. And that's fine. But I mean, <laughs> excellent. But, I mean, you don't change it like a 180 just like that. You guys are all assholes, by the way. But, yeah. Con but did, if we had one extra lap in this race, do you think Sergio would have taken him? Because, fuck, it was getting close. And they gave no. Sergio full reign on the car. They were like, just let it go. Drain the batteries, mate. You fucking go for Drain it. Drain the yeah. I think, I think, honestly, I really think he would have had it he was in the drs twice and it was just like on the corners where he wasn't catching i think if it was one more lap and they were giving him full power like they had he would have got second and that would have been great but third place fucking awesome because yeah yeah no i don't think he would have taken hamilton i don't think he would have i was actually very surprised that red bull didn't put him and they go for the fastest lap that surprised me because I'd never thought that you could or that Perez really... Okay, he was quicker than Hamilton, yes. But we know that just because you ha- your lap time is half a second quicker per lap doesn't mean you're going to be able to easily overtake. And, I mean, against Hamilton, they were, you know, they had hectic top end. So that is... I would have rather, instead of taking a 10% chance at three points, I would have taken a 100% chance at one extra point. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, look. And I know that's maybe a little bit defeated, but it's just thinking pragmatically and practically, This I would have, I would have chosen differently. I, I think they, they looked at, look, I know your putting is, your putting is not guaranteed. And, and Bottas took it because he knew he needed to take a point away from Verstappen. And yes. he wasn't anywhere near making it. But yeah, I don't I disagree. I would never have uh, made Perez go for Fosses lap. I would never do that. And I, I think the team made the right call. I do think one more lap. I think he would have he would have put it Hamilton. Uh, Hamilton would have been told, mate, just keep the points, keep your structure. They wouldn't have let him uh let him take the take the fucking the knock, you know, a possible crash out. Yeah. I, I hear you. I don't know. That's just, I would have done it. But um, what else was notable for me? Uh, yeah, there was a bit of a hectic, you know, contact. Ricardo did not do so great in this race, eh? I mean, he was making contact left, right, and center. To Noda, another to speak of. Like, uh, yeah. you, they don't get torpedoed anymore. Now they get to noted. <laughs> to quote Christian yeah. Horner. Yeah, did, did you check Hamilton, uh, Verstappen going to look for him, though, in, in Q3? No, I didn't. Did he go searching <laughs> for him? Dude, I think he would have fucking killed him. <laughs> I was so angry because he does get, like, he gets worked up like that, eh, Verstappen. I, yeah. <laughs> Who was it that shoved Ocon not too long ago? Who Was, was that Verstappen? That shoved shoved him. Oh yes, yeah. While they were still standing in line to weigh, 
Yes. 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 And- <laughs> I remember yeah, that. Yeah, fucking remember brilliant. That. Just like his uh, father. No, Bevan, <laughs> just, to, just to bring you up to speed a little bit, uh, I don't know if you're aware, but if you finish in the top 10 in a race in F1, uh, if you get or set the fastest lap of the race, you get an extra championship point. Yeah, I know that. If yeah. you finish in the top 10. If you don't finish in the top 10, but you get fastest lap, then obviously no point is allocated. And now Mercedes fitted Bottas, who was not in the points, to uh, fit quicker tires at the end of the race in order to take that safe, uh, that extra point because away. Because Verstappen was holding fastest lap, yeah. Yes, to take it away from Red Bull. And now, as a result of this race, in the Constructors' Championship was what, five or six races to go? I'm not sure. I think maybe five. Five races, yeah. One point. One point in the Constructors' Championship. That is ridiculously close. I don't remember in my lifetime seeing it this close. Maybe it happened and I just wasn't aware of it, but I've never seen it like this before. Yeah. Yeah, but even in the Championship, incredible. But even in the championship, like Verstappen, Hamilton, that's keeping it so close as well. It's, uh, you know, I must say, yeah, it's no, making Perry's for exciting racing. Exactly. Yeah, look, Perez exactly. is coming to the party late. He's not going to do anything. It, it, the, the championship now is Hamilton, Verstappen, and that's that. There's no one that is close enough unless they fucking de- disqualified or DNF uh, every race going forward. But... That's not going to happen. So, no. yeah, it's Verstappen and Hamilton, and we all know we're fucking rooting for Verstappen. But, yeah, and look. Kimi. Uh, and Kimi, of course. Kimi in the points, man. <laughs> fucking in the points. Was, yeah, was good. That's what that's what happens when you give him Halloween off, the Halloween weekend. He dressed up like Where a Dalmatian, and, yeah, then he, <laughs> he rebooted. <laughs> it's a whole new Kimi. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so look, no, I think that's... brilliant race. Brilliant fucking race. Yeah, I and think, the celebrations. Uh... I mean, give the celebrations the podium fucking finish for Mexico. What the fuck? Where have you ever seen them raise the fucking car? You ride up on your car onto the podium. Like, <laughs> it's I actually gold. missed that. Ah, oh, so they lift so you late, up. I just switched off. Ah, they lift you up. So Verstappen comes up on his car. That's and insane. Up to the top. That, oh. Only in Mexico, dude. That's what happens. Some oak was fucking five tequila shots deep, and he was like, you know what would be a great idea? <laughs> and oh, yeah, fucking nailed it. Off. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely. think showboating like that is awesome. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, no, look, it was, was brilliant. Great. Great fucking race. I didn't watch it live. I watched it uh, afterwards. But, uh, yeah, look, I was uh, I was as passionate as if it was live. I was still shouting. So. <laughs> no, I no. get you. It was a good one. Uh, I think that just about brings us to the end of episode 16 of Idiot Sport Report. I will replace Bevan, and I will tell you that you guys can find us on the Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, not Twitter. I on Spotify. What? I haven't started the uh. Twitter thing yet. I'm still trying to figure and out. Then how who to... did I like on Twitter? Dude, I don't. 
What? Oh, wait. Sorry, that was Instagram. Jesus. Okay, man. sorry. Yeah, okay. Instagram, Facebook, those Jack's things. Jack's tweeting you can find an unknown there, dude. <laughs> yeah, just uh, search for us. They'll find yeah. us. Yeah, look, follow follow Idiot Sports Report on Instagram. It's a fucking great page. I follow it uh, because, yeah, it's pure pure entertainment, I must say. Correct. <laughs> Correct. But I'm going to start the Twitter. I'm just trying to figure out how Twitter works because I'm an old fart. I don't know how this new stuff works. <laughs> and I think I'm like four, like 10 years too late because now Twitter's not that cool anymore either. But, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> I uh, will get it yeah, when it yeah. comes back. I, I think the last time I used it was 2009. Hectic. <laughs> so, yeah. That was still, I know, because it was FHM's top 100s and that, and that Liam Liebenberg one. So you used it for masturbation. That's specific. Of course. What's Isn't that what you used Twitter for? <laughs> Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. I think that just about brings us to the end of the no. episode. Guys, oh, wait. Are we talking much? about Twitter? I was using Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Twats. <laughs> okay. Guys, thanks for joining us. Black we'll catch you again next week. Cheers. Peace out. Cheerios. <laughs>